This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. Happy Monday morning, Jet fans. Welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and this is your number one stop for all things Jets content and news. We are one day removed from the Jets' first loss of the season in the first game of the season in Carolina against the Carolina Panthers. Final score, 19-14. And even though it was a loss, there was a lot of flashes of potential, a couple areas of concern, and some other takeaways we can you know, take away from this game. First things first, Zach Wilson's first ever stat line in his first regular season game. He was 20 for 37 with two touchdowns, one interception, good for an 82.9 quarterback rating. He had an average yards per attempt of seven, and he was sacked six times for 51 yards. Wilson was pressured on 51% of his dropbacks, and in those specific situations, Wilson was 5 of 16 for 109 yards and a touchdown. I would say a, a pretty solid showing in a rookie quarterback's first ever start. You know, he started that first half pretty rough, but bounced back hard in the second, but we'll dive more into that later when we get into the actual game. Jets' leading rusher was Tevin Coleman. He had nine carries for 24 yards, good for a 2.7 average a carry. Pretty rough, but I would say that's more of a testament to the offensive line and not Tevin Coleman or any any of the other running backs for that matter. Receiving-wise, Corey Davis caught five catches for 97 yards and two touchdowns in his Jets' debut. Braxton Berrios had five catches for 51 yards, and on defense, John Franklin Myers was easily our best defensive player yesterday, registering one sack and two tackles for loss. Now, another major storyline out of this game are the Jets' injuries. The biggest one being left tackle Makai Becton, who left early in the third quarter on the same play that Zach Wilson threw his first career NFL touchdown. Becton had a Panthers defensive lineman rolled into the back of his knee, and he immediately buckled, hit the ground, and had to be carted off the field due to the injury. What was initially feared to be a sprained MCL turned out to be a dislocated kneecap. Becton is expected to be out for 46 weeks while also requiring arthroscopic knee surgery to clean up some damaged cartilage that he suffered in Sunday's defeat. Safety LaMarcus Joyner exited Sunday's game with an elbow injury early in the first quarter. After some tests this morning, it was discovered that Joyner suffered a torn tendon in his arm that will require season-ending surgery. He is done for the year. Inside linebacker Jamie Sherwood suffered a leg injury in the first quarter of the Panthers game. As of right now, there are no diagnoses or tests that have been run, at least uh, that's, that's public. Sherwood was questionable return yesterday, but he never came back in the game, which worries me a little bit. And finally, punter Braden Mann had his leg rolled into on his first punt of the game yesterday. Speaking of which, the Jets are the only team in NFL history that I've ever seen that got penalized on the same play that their punter was ran into by a defensive player. So, you know, just perks of being a Jets fan. Mann never came back into the game, but I'm hoping that's because that kicker Matt Amendola was doing such a fine job filling in for him on his punts that... They didn't feel the need to force man back in, so hopefully he gets some rest this week, gets that leg right, and he'll be back for next week against the Patriots. 
So for those of you keeping track at home, the Jets have now lost three free agent acquisitions to season-ending injuries, that being defensive end Carl Lawson, defensive end Vinnie Curry, and defensive back LaMarcus Joyner. On the other hand, two starters out for the next four to six weeks. You know, uh, linebacker Gerard Davis got injured in that Green Bay game. He's going to be out for a while, and now add Mekhi Becton to that list. Now let's get into some of my game notes from yesterday's defeat. First things first, one of the Jets' biggest questions going into week one was who was going to be the starter at right tackle. It was either going to be incumbent starter George Fant or the new free agent acquisition Morgan Moses. Coach Sala declined to, you know, name his starter prior to week one. Probably just, you know, competitive advantage kind of thing, but it turned out to be Fant, and Moses started the game on the bench. On the flip side of that, on the other side of the ball, the cornerback starting opposite of Bryce Hall, who was supposed to be Bless Austin before the, that surprise cut a few weeks ago, was rookie Brandon Eccles. But we'll talk a little bit more about the DBs later. On the Jets' first drive, they tried to come out running the ball, you know, get the run game going. That opens up the passing action for Zach Wilson, but pre-snap penalties killed any momentum they had on that first drive, and after one first down, the Jets had to punt. That punt is the play that Braden Mann got injured on. After he had punted the ball, a Panthers defender ran into his leg, and that's when he hit the ground. He was writhing around in pain. Some Jets trainers had to come onto the field to help him off to the sideline. He couldn't put any weight on the leg, and of course, the Jets had a holding penalty, and they had to re-kick it, but their punter was injured. So that's when Matt Amendola came in, filled in as the punter, and did a remarkable job for a kicker. He had a, It was a 65-yard punt, went out of bounds on the, on the, uh, the Panthers' own 15-yard line, and just... Uh, <laughs> Only the Jets, man. Only the Jets. The defense, on the other hand, though, had a few nice nice stops. They were able to hold the Panthers' offense to some punts sometimes. Their first drive inside the red zone, I mean, this was more Sam Darnold's fault, but they were able to turn a botched handoff into a fumble recovery. But unfortunately, that was when Zach threw his first career interception. It wasn't terrible. It was a little rough. I guess he didn't really see the linebacker there in coverage, didn't put enough zip on the ball, Coach Sala said in the postgame presser. The Panthers were able to turn that into a field goal, and that's what got them on the board first. The offense continued to sputter after that, and then Sam Darnold threw a 50-yard touchdown to Robbie Anderson. And I think it's safe to say that, I mean, at least me personally, as a Jet fan, you had to know that was coming, right? Like, in the Sam Darnold game against the Jets, first game against them, and post the trade. And then to make matters worse, Darnold scored on a keeper play at the end of the first half to make it 16-0 going into halftime. Regardless, the Jets' offense in the first half was just anemic. The pass protection was horrendous. I could count on one hand the amount of times Brian Burns or Hassan Reddick got to Zach untouched. They couldn't get the run game going. There was four bad drops, two by Corey Davis, two by Elijah Moore that I was really disappointed in. That interception by Wilson was kind of the turning point. I mean, I think it gave the, the Panthers some juice to get those points on the board before halftime. But luckily, the Jets were able to stay calm they didn't let the game run out of control. They, they made some adjustments at halftime and came out swinging. You're listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badwini. After a couple punts from both teams, the Jets were able to finally put together a touchdown drive. Capping it off with Zach Wilson's first ever career touchdown pass to Corey Davis in the back corner of the end zone. 
As you heard in the replay I played in the beginning of the episode, he was flushed out of the pocket by a edge rusher, you know, story of the game, but he was able to hit Davis in the back corner of the end zone for his first touchdown. Unfortunately, this highlight is forever going to be plagued by Mackay Becton getting rolled. You can see it in the replay on the highlight reel, and that was just the story of the game. It was just all bittersweet. After that, Wilson ran his own keeper in for the two-point conversion to bring it back to a one-score game, 16-8. to Unfortunately, the Panthers were able to kick a field goal on the following drive to put it back to two scores, making it 19-8. to Now, this could just be because it was towards the end of the game. The Panthers were playing, you know, in a prevent defense. They were just kind of giving up yards, trying not to give up the big plays, the, the like, you know, long touchdown. But the offensive line, unfortunately, looked overall better when Becton came out with the injury. Uh, George Fan kicked over from the right tackle to left tackle, and Morgan Moses came in to pick up from the right side. And the Jets were able to move the ball better. They even had a few nice run plays, and Wilson had his most time in the pocket. Zach threw back-to-back strikes to Braxton Berrios for some easy first downs. And then Denzel Mims, who hadn't played the entire game, which is a bit of a head-scratcher because the Jets were missing receivers Jamison Crowder due to COVID and Keelan Cole to a knee injury. Mims only had two snaps in the whole game, and they were on that last drive. His his first snap didn't get a ball, but on the second one, he was, he was able to haul in a 40-yard pass from Zach to put the Jets in the red zone. That was when Zach hit Corey Davis for both of their second touchdowns of the day. They weren't able to convert on the two-point attempt, but it was still back to a one-score game. The Panthers 19, Jets 14. Now, this is when the X-Factor of the game came into play. Christian McCaffrey, who's the running back for the Panthers, just an absolute stud of a running back, he was able to just end the game. If he wasn't running it, he was catching it. And he was able to get a final first down to ice the game for the Panthers and got them the win. In all honesty, I think the defense had a, a pretty solid game overall. The only problem was Christian McCaffrey. A lot of people are going to talk about Sam Darnold's stat line. He was 24 of 35 for 279 yards, but the the fact of the matter is if you watch the game, you know that I want to say at least 10 of those passes were to Christian McCaffrey. They were easy checkdowns that McCaffrey was able to rip off 10 yards almost every single time. If not for him, the Jets' defense played a great game. Their corners actually played fairly well against the Panthers' receivers. DJ Moore had a good game, but Robbie Anderson only caught one ball. Terrence Marshall Jr. only caught a few. And Brandon Eccles and Michael Carter II both had really solid playing time alongside Bryce Hall at that cornerback spot. I was more worried about, about that, that position group than the offensive line going into the season, and yesterday's game just reversed that for me. I'm more worried about the offensive line going forward than the DBs. If it wasn't for LaMarcus Joyner getting hurt early in the game, I don't think the Jets would have given up that long touchdown to Robbie Anderson. Joyner's backup, Sheldrick Redwine, came in to play after the Joyner injury, and he's the one who gave up the, the big touchdown. The defensive line played as well as they could. I mean, I wish they could have gotten some more pressure on Darnold, make, make him, uh, you know, make some quick decisions, hopefully throw a few interceptions. That didn't happen. John Franklin Myers and Foley Fatukasi were easily the, the two best defensive players the Jets had yesterday, and Quinton Williams was practically invisible. I mean, I don't know if that's just... But that was the game plan for the Panthers was to shut him down or if he's still dealing with that injury from training camp. But I really hope to see Quinn and Williams step up in the next few weeks. He's really got to start making some plays. In all honesty, I really think if the Jets didn't have to deal with Christian McCaffrey that game, it would have been an easy win. But, you know, that's not how the NFL works. Christian McCaffrey was that team's best player and they used him. So there's nothing else to say really about that. I think the biggest takeaway you can get from this Panthers game was 
just how resilient this team is, and more specifically, Zach Wilson. Any other rookie quarterback could have been swallowed up by that moment. You know, he could have been rattled. He could have been shaken after that tough first half. But Wilson came out in the second. He stuck with the offense. He stuck with it. He stayed in the pocket, made some throws, ran the offense. And they were able to get back into the game a little bit in the end. If, if they had been clicking in the first half like they were in the second, totally different game. Completely different game. Up next, the Jets have a date with Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, and the New England Patriots at MetLife Stadium at 1 o'clock next Sunday. It's concerning to say the least, given Bill Belichick's track record against rookie quarterbacks. He's 21-6 and since 2000, but 13-0 in Foxborough, so it's good that we get the first, first tilt in MetLife. The biggest focus for the Jets in practice this week has to be figuring out the offensive line. Zach cannot be getting sacked six times a game for the rest of the season, or we're going to be seeing Mike White playing quarterback for the Jets by October. Hopefully next week the Jets get Crowder and Keelan Cole back. Not sure how much faith I have in Elijah Moore at the moment. Him and Elijah Vera Tucker, they both looked like they really needed preseason reps yesterday that they did not get due to injury, and I think they just need a couple more games to ease into the NFL, and then they'll start being able to you know, produce on the field. I'm really excited to see the first Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson matchup of however many they're both going to have in the AFC East. It's going to be a really fun game. Can't wait to get back out to the stadium and just <laughs> can't wait to see Zach Wilson play football again. So thank you for listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. Hope you have a great week and we'll talk again soon. You've been listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Bedweaver.